When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's your Friday Buckeye Talk headlines from Cleveland.com. Doug Maurice here. We got five things coming for you. There's always five things happening with the Buckeyes. Isn't that coincidental? Hey, I need five headlines. Well, five things happened this week. It's uh, for Friday, July 16th. Stuff coming right around the corner. Great time to get our tech subscription. It's four bucks a month, but you get a two-week free trial to see if you like it. So if you're hearing this and you're sick of me saying it, just do it. And then you won't hear it anymore. Obviously, you'll still hear it. Sorry. Um, but I, I don't know. I just always say try it. See what you think. If you care enough about the Buckeyes to listen to this, I think you might care enough to get the text for 4 bucks a month. 614-350-3315. You send a text there, and then you get a thing back, and you sign up for two weeks and see what you think. Me, Stephen, Nathan, surveys, brackets, news, analysis, little fun stuff. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Make us your friend in your phone. But whether you do that or not, you get to listen to these headlines. Here we go. What's happening with the Buckeyes? Ohio State's 2022 recruiting class up to 17. Doug Lamarice of Cleveland.com. George Fitzpatrick, the offensive tackle from Colorado, the latest Buckeye commit in the class of 2022. He's the number 291 player in the country, and the Buckeyes need tackles. Like, this is a big deal in this 2022 recruiting class what kind of tackles they bring in here. So Fitzpatrick's a good prospect, uh, definite upside. I think they like his frame, 6'6", 285. Again, like kind of fits what they want. Trevor Shibola already in. Ohio guy's been in the class forever. He's ranked number 185 in the country. So those are the two tackles in now. Still looking. Think they'd like to maybe add another one. I don't know. They, they, they just could use a little more help there. So this was a get, though. Um, and... You know, they keep building this class, but, but this class, these 21 and 22 classes have a real chance to do something. But we did a recent look at what the 2023 depth chart might look like for the Buckeyes. And you can just tell they just need to make sure they figure out who their tackles are going to be. Because there's going to be a lot of other things popping in 2023 with the skill position players, with the pass rush, with the secondary. And locking down those tackle spots is it's kind of the last thing as they build toward what might be the best team in the country in a couple of years. So George Fitzpatrick, potentially big recruit. Buckeyes, number one in the country, number one in the Big Ten, 17 verbal commits for 2022. To read more about Ohio State recruiting, visit cleveland.com slash Buckeye Talk. Big Ten Media Days in Indianapolis this year on Thursday, July 22nd, and Friday, July 23rd. The two, uh, the three, the three Buckeyes representing Ohio State. You get to pick players who are going to go. Receiver Chris Olave, defensive end Zach Harrison, 
left tackle Thayer Munford. It's a good look. I think that Harrison is there, a junior star from that 2019 class. Munford and Olave, both carryovers. Munford from the class of 2017, Olave from the class of 2018. But Zach Harrison is is really emerging as a young leader there. Guys have uh, really talked about him this offseason. And this is another step. It's one of those things. It's perception, but it's the coach picking guys that they want to be the face of the team. And Zach Harrison is the one guy they are sending from the defense. So it's not a sure thing that you're going to be an All-American, but I also think sometimes it can tell you something about what a guy might be ready to do. And so Zach Harrison going to be an indie, another maybe small, but another indication of what might be ahead for him in the 2021 season. Make sure you're reading cleveland.com slash OSU for all the coverage from Indianapolis. All the teams will be there, all the coaches. Cleveland.com does the preseason survey of, of Big Ten writers to see who the favorite's going to be. Who, do, who are the writers picking to win the Big Ten? The Big Ten does not do that. It's been more than a decade since the Big Ten gave that up. They said, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We're not doing the voting anymore. Cleveland.com, we picked up that torch, and we've been doing it for more than a decade now. So make sure that you catch that. Make sure that's going to be out. That's out before the Big Ten meetings take place. Every other conference in the country, the conference does it. Here, it's Cleveland.com. We will tell you who the favorite is to win the Big Ten. I'm Doug Maurice. Make sure you're listening to Buckeye Talk five days a week. How does Ohio State's potential path to the college football playoff compare to other contenders? This is Doug Maurice of Cleveland.com. was a recent topic on my new podcast, the College Football Playoff Show, with my co-host Shahan Jeharaja. We ranked Texas A&M, Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State. Easiest path, hardest path. Texas A&M and Alabama play each other on October 9th. That's at Texas A&M, but you got to deal with Bama. So Texas A&M has the hardest schedule. They've really probably got to beat Bama to get in the playoff. They also have to play LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, some tough games. Alabama has to open at Miami, which might be a little bit of a challenge, and they have to go to Texas A&M. Auburn, always a tough rivalry game. LSU in there. Couple decently tough games. Then I ranked Clemson next as the third toughest. Open at Georgia. I think Clemson's going to lose that game. And then they have an easy schedule after that. But I think there's a scenario where if Clemson loses to Georgia, they could win the ACC and still not get in. Then I said Ohio State, home against Oregon. And you just don't know what Penn State, you don't know what Michigan's going to do. Ohio State does not play Wisconsin or Iowa in a crossover game. So that Big Ten championship... You know, probably will be Wisconsin or Iowa, but Clemson's probably going to have to play North Carolina in the ACC championship, and that's a little bit tougher for them. So that's why I thought Texas A&M toughest, then Bama, then Clemson, then Ohio State, and then Oklahoma has a has an easy ride. It depends how much you believe in Iowa State, but I don't see anybody beating Oklahoma. So that Ohio State path, the fact that the Oregon game is home, helps Ohio State You know, Oregon's defense is pretty good, and we're going to be talking a lot more about Oregon as we get closer to that game. They have the best pass rusher in the country. They have a pretty good secondary. Offensively, they have a veteran quarterback in Anthony Brown, a couple receivers, a couple running backs, a decent offensive line. That's a real team. That's a top 15 team. But it's not like playing Georgia, and I don't think it's like playing Texas A&M. So Ohio State's path is there, and they just have to make sure whoever the quarterback is is ready. But that's what we're going to do on the College Football Playoff Show. If you're listening to this, I would encourage you to give that podcast a shot. Wherever you're listening to this Buckeye Talk headline podcast, you can find, just type in The College Football Playoff Show with Doug Maurice. 
And every week, my partner and I, Shahan Jeharaja, we're going to break down another playoff contender. We're going to rank all the contenders in various categories, and we hope you will join us there. Thank you so much for listening to Buckeye Talk, and we hope to see you on the College Football Playoff Show. How many top 100 national recruits in their individual recruiting classes could be starting for Ohio State in 2021? This is Doug Maurice of the Buckeye Talk podcast and Cleveland.com. We got, what I get? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, like 16 out of 22 potentially. They could have seven defenders in their starting lineup who were top 100 national recruits. That would include the entire defensive line. Zach Harrison, Teron Vincent, Haskell Garrett, Tyreek Smith. Taraja Mitchell at linebacker, Josh Proctor at safety, and maybe Cody Simon at linebacker if he wins that job. That would be seven. Offensively, it's it's nine. It's basically everybody except left tackle Thayer Munford and receiver Chris Olave, who were lower-rated recruits kind of for various reasons. Olave missed a season. He transferred. Thayer Munford just was making sure he was getting situated off the field. And so they had better talent, probably, than their rating showed. But the rest of the guys, you're looking at probably quarterback C.J. Stroud. He's number 42 in his class. Running back Travion Henderson is 22. And then you've got the receivers. Um, Garrett Wilson was number 20. Jackson Smith and Jigba was number 29. Harry Miller, on the offensive line, Harry Miller, 30. Paris Johnson, 9. Nicholas Petit-Frere, 7. Matthew Jones, if he wins a job, is 68. Tight end Jeremy Rucker is 37. So that's basically an entire offense that were guys ranked in the top 100 in their recruiting class. I think you know that's good. I think you know that was the deal. Sometimes it's nice to be reminded of what you already know, and that's a lot of big-time recruits ready to take the field for the Ohio State Buckeyes in 2021. That's the kind of stuff you get listening to Buckeye Talk. That's the kind of stuff you get reading cleveland.com slash OSU. Will Terrell Pryor and the Tattoo Five have their NCAA records reinstated? Well, they're asking for it. Doug Maurice of cleveland.com. This week, Terrell Pryor released a letter on Twitter. It was co-signed by Devere Posey, Solomon Thomas, Mike Adams, and Dan Heron asking for their records from the 2010 season to be reinstated. Basically, everything that happened in Ohio State's 2010 season was wiped out by NCAA sanctions around Ohio State's tattoo scandal with the advent of name, image, and likeness becoming something that players can take advantage of and earn money off of. The players are saying now that that has, has happened, they were basically penalized for that, right? They, they traded some memorabilia um, and some autographs, and that's the kind of thing that they think like, hey, that you're allowed to do that now. So our records, our punishment, listen, they, a lot of stuff you can't unpunish, but the records you couldn't put back in. It would move prior up Ohio State's quarterback statistical rankings. It would move Heron up in the running back rankings, Posey up in the receiver rankings. And they went 12-1 and one in 2010, and those 12 wins don't count. So Jim Trestle would get those wins back. The, the wins would go back officially on Ohio State's record. So a lot of support, I think, among those players from that team. A lot of support, I think, among the fan base. Will it happen? Ohio State has said it's an NCAA decision. Ohio State said, by the way, Ohio State still in its own name, image, and likeness, likeness language for its current policy says you can't sell anything that the team gave you. So you can't sell a ring or gold pants. You can't sell memorabilia. That would still be in violation of Ohio State's rules. So I think at some point you'll get to a point where maybe the NCAA makes a blanket decision about anybody who had sort of off-field issues like this where they made money from outside sources, which you now can do. 
you're allowed to do. Maybe they'll go back and say Reggie Bush at USC, the Fab Five at Michigan, the Tattoo Five at Ohio State. We're going to put your records back. I don't think it's going to happen overnight, but a lot of people thought it when name, image, and likeness came into place. And now Terrell Pryor and those players are asking for it. And they're asking for it because it matters to them, and it matters to their Ohio State legacy. We'll continue to follow that story at Cleveland.com. There's a fuller discussion on that on the Buckeye Talk podcast, uh, one of our recent shows. Make sure you catch that. And as always, keep reading Cleveland.com slash OSU.